Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama. Yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. Listen, listen, I had a wonderful conversation with Miss Delphine Carter, and she is the president and CEO and founder of Bulo Solutions. Okay, so Bulo Solutions, it's a uh, career matching service, and basically they help women stay in and return to the workforce. And we talked about so many great things in this, uh, in, in our time together, in our conversation. So everything from you know, of course, running the business, starting the business as a boss and a mom and, and that kind of thing. But then we talked about just the level of service um, that Bulo Solutions provides to women who don't want to compromise career or compromise home, but they've created a, a, a um a platform so that you can have the flexibility that you need, but also remain in a career that you may love. Okay. And so you're going to want to visit the website and and follow them on all the social media platforms. So I'll make sure that that is linked in the show notes. And um, I think you'll really, really just enjoy this, this, this conversation. So take a listen. excited to be here with my newfound friend, Miss <laughs> Delphine Carter. Did I say your name correct? You totally did. And I'm very ready to be your friend. Okay. <laughs> so we've been friends for like five minutes, but let me tell you, um, I do believe that this is a divine match and I am so excited to be able to share um, her and her information and her business with all of you that are listening. You know, here at the BMW Life, we are always looking to encourage, empower, and inspire you, uh, push you forward, give you the hope that you might need right now while you're washing those dishes or riding in your car. And, um, and Delphine was so um, was well, she was very willing to come and share her story, her journey, and her resources with all of you. So, we're going to welcome Miss Delphine Carter to the BMW Life. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Good Short week. Listen, I am th- this whole week, um, I'll just say, has been one big day. 
Uh, that's, yeah. that's all I can say. It felt like one big old day. <laughs> You're so right. So I don't know what the day is, but it just, the whole week was one big day. Um, so Delphine, listen, guys, is um, she is the CEO, the president founder of Bulo Solutions. And it's a career matching service that helps women stay in and return to the workforce. Uh, and I am so ready to dive into this conversation on, on many levels. One, because like I'm looking for people for my own company. Two, because we're constantly helping women to understand their value and um, kind of you know get back into the swing of things. So this is just gonna be an exciting conversation all the way around. So let's start here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and then let's dive into um, Bulo and why you started it, how you started it, and yeah, offer that good value to those that are listening. Perfect. Um, okay, so who am I? I um, today I am a forty late forties single mom, two amazing kids, and I have always uh, just really been focused on my career. I've often said the only thing I'm ever good at is work. So um, I have been a product manager in technology space for over 12 years. And before that, I just, you know, I was in sales before, I was in um, customer success and I, I did different things. And you could say, I'm just, I'm a generalist. So I'm one of those people that um, really struggled to always surface on any of these job boards because my background is really varied, but I think it's, um, it is exactly the journey I needed to take to get to where I am today. All of the different jobs that I've done, all the different roles in my personal and professional life have come together to create Bulo. And so when I was in product management, we would launch new um, like web apps or mobile apps, largely in the health and wellness space. And I was always looking for talent that could come in and help me run a project help me with some marketing, speak, you know, do any content creation. But whenever I went to my um, people team or my HR department, I just felt like I got the exact same resume back. It was all, they just, everybody looked the exact same and it just, it didn't sit well with me. And so I never wanted to bring those people on. On the weekends, I would be, you know, at a sporting event with my kids, watching them play and the woman next to me was exactly the person that had been looking for. And she was talking about how she, she couldn't find a job. She couldn't get an interview. Her resume wouldn't get past any kind of process. And so I realized I need you, you need me. Let's see if we can make this bigger. Wow. Keep going. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It was, like, it was, so it was selfish. I was a, I was a company that needed these women, but I also had been one of those women that um, really was so focused on work that I was too scared to drop out. Um, even when my life was going crazy with two kids, I was too scared to quit because I was scared I couldn't get back in. And these women were basically validating that fear that I'd always had. So um, I had a partner at the time who she was that typical mom that had, um, she was my co-founder. So she, she was that typical mom that had launched these like, you know, nonprofits done some really amazing things. And she's like, let's try this. So we started it just, you know, Excel spreadsheets and survey monkey forms. 
and we just decided to reach out to companies, say, we've got very talented women that can help you in marketing, project management, sales, and bookkeeping and accounting. Um, would you hire them if we brought them to you? And so we just leaned on our network of women and our network of companies and started testing it. And the result was that companies felt that moms performed more in the amount of time that they spent at um, working on that job than any other person in their business. They thought that having the mom as part of their team built like a cohesiveness and created, um, just added value to their culture. And so we've just kept growing off of the premise that we can bring you very talented women as long as you are willing to offer a flexible work culture that helps them continue to be the caregivers they want to be. Oh my God. I have so many things. You just, <laughs> you already dropped like major gems. Let's back up just a little bit. So one of the things that I love, and it's something that I um, talk about a lot here on the BMW life about the thing that you really need, especially when you're going from like idea to action. And I love how you had the idea and you found someone that shared that same, um, you know, the, the same kind of passion and the same kind of vision and you got together with them. I'm big on community. So uh -huh. I'm always teaching women to find your people, <laughs> find yeah. your people, find your person. Um, community is key. And that's how you, you, you won't be able to grow anything without having that. Um, and then the, the Excel spreadsheets of the survey monkey talking my language, bootstrapping, um, that, is, that is just doing what you can, where you are with what you have. And I love that you even micro tested the idea. Another thing we talk about here for those that are trying to move into action, you know, micro test, what, how, what would it hurt? What would you lose by trying? That, that was actually, that was what I kept saying was, where's the risk? So, okay. So it takes a little bit more time, you know, out of my day. Like, yes, I've got to work some hours at night to test this, but it, it became, I became so curious to think of why, why can't this change? Right. Let's prove that it can change. Let's just try this and starting it small it helps you to change your messaging. So the words that you use to explain what you're going to do about 10 times, there's, there's something that they say in product. If you can look at your marketing collateral that you created six months ago and not be ashamed, you haven't evolved enough. Wow. Wow. You should be able to look back and be like, Ooh, that's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But look how far I've come. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's so awesome. So what year was this? When did you start? So we, we started messing around with it. I continued to work full time until mid 2019. So June, actually probably right about now of 2019. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. June, 2019 is when I uh, made the decision to quit working full time and put everything into Bulo. And I've listened to your podcast and, you know, we've, we were talking a little bit about this spiritual, yeah. um, the spiritual design. And the reason I quit was because I had too many nights where I woke up at 3am, couldn't go back to sleep. And then finally 
I realized that God was trying to tell me something for my journey. Mm-hmm. And the message that I just kept feeling and hearing was, this is your purpose. Mm-hmm. Whether you succeed or you fail, going on this journey is your purpose. I love it. I love it. And, and I mean, you're serving at such an incredible level. And I think sometimes people overlook, you know, just overlook that piece. We are, you're serving in the marketplace and you're serving a group of women that have been waiting for you to show up. And I know you've heard me say that before in other podcast episodes, like somebody is waiting for what you have. And I'm so glad that you answered that call because look at the lives of the women that you're able to impact now because they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But that didn't happen before you did what you were supposed to do. So how awesome is that? It, it was, it, it, you know, it, when you're going through it, it's a lot like what you read in the Bible. You pick me, like you want me to do this. <laughs> um, but, you know, it eventually, eventually you get past that fear and you just say, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep trying it. I'm going to keep trying it. I like to say I started doing this kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. I was so filled with fear about financial risk. I was so filled with fear about getting back into the workforce after I tried this. And then ultimately I just prayed and said, look, you've, you've got me. Um, I do think this is what you are guiding me to do. And I'm going with it. And I'm just going to keep listening. If you tell me this is no longer it, then I'll get out of it, but I'm just going to, I'm going to fall into this. And okay, let's be real. It's not every day where I'm like still feeling like, you know, there's still always some doubt. I just (laughs) always have to keep I always have to keep checking in, but yes, the women, the stories that we get from women um, is incredible. And so we start every meeting by talking about a success story from, you know, an email that we got from a woman, an email that we got from a company who was trying to find diverse talent, but couldn't figure out how to reach them, was trying to find people that didn't look like everybody else on their team because they knew they were not going to be the great company that they wanted to be unless they added diversity. Wow. Wow. Okay. So now how did you start recruiting the women to actually perform the service? So I I think you you were leveraging kind of your network to see if they would hire women who had been out of the workforce, Mm -hmm. right? But then how did you find the women? Yeah. So we're a two-sided marketplace. I've got to grow the businesses and the women. So we decided early on, we were going to start growing the number of women in our database so that when a company came, we had somebody ready and going. So we started doing that by reaching out to communities and, and seeing if somebody would host a coffee, if somebody would host, um, you know, maybe a wine night, something where we could come in and say, this is our idea. We're testing it. We would love for you guys to, you know, fill out this survey telling us about yourself and let us see if we can help you. Um, and then women came. I mean, we grew very quickly just from the neighborhood groups to the point where we started doing social media. And then that, of course, spread further. And so we quickly had, um, today we've got over 1,600 women on the platform, but um, it grew quickly to over 800. And then it's just kind of, we just, COVID of course was a little bit of a blip in the numbers, but then we just kept growing. That is so awesome. So since you do cater to the fact that these are moms who need flexible working and, and that kind of thing, I can imagine that your application process 
is different or your just that that interview process so uh, t- take me through that so yeah. are you asking like when are you available is it all virtual are these only virtual jobs like what what kind of questions are you getting from the moms to kind of pair them with the right opportunities that's it okay so the beginning we have an onboarding um form it's a digital profile that gets created and it starts off with what is what does work look like for you is it 30 hours a week under 20 hours a week 40 hours a week how do you define flexibility so for us we put it into buckets it's flexibility in hours which is part-time job share or something like that flexibility in location you can work from home or it's hybrid or flexible in culture which means that I can go take my kid to the dentist and then work from home the rest of the day and not feel an ounce of pressure about am I on, you know, when do I have to have my butt back in that seat? And so the flexible culture is, is typically for these roles where maybe you can't work 100% remotely, but, but the company understands that if you have to leave at four to take your kid at practice, that doesn't make you less of an employee or less of a contributor. And so those companies typically measure by goals versus your hours in the office. So those are the buckets that we, we place women in. And then we can start narrowing down the perfect companies for them. But what we learned early on was that when women have a gap in their resume, we need to attract the um, hiring manager's emotions instead of just showing them a linear view of their profile of their professional experience. So what that looks like is we're going to ask you, um, tell us what you've accomplished, like where you've been successful in life. Tell us examples of when you've been a leader in a nonprofit or in your community. When have you influenced people? And we give little ideas of how you've done that in your everyday. And all of this information just creates a 360 degree profile that you you can see it as you build it. And the hiring managers have told us it feels like it gives them that first interview just by looking at that form before they get the resume. They feel like they get to know you versus just that one sheet of paper. And once they have that emotional bond with you, then they're gonna interview you. And so that was our way to get people to an interview stage faster. Got it. And and I think you you already mentioned this either that or you or I read it, but these are not just like, you know, virtual assistant, administrative assistant jobs. These oh, no. are yeah. So talk yeah. a little bit about the types of positions that you're filling for yeah. for your clients. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, we fill up, for example, um, this week we filled a CFO role. So it's it runs the gamut. Um, the majority of our women have over eight years of experience, um, but the, it is in marketing, project management, um, bookkeeping, customer success, sales. Those are our key five big ones. And the level can go anywhere from the administrative assistant level all the way up to a C-suite. So our original goal was if we can help women stay in the workforce to where if they're working full-time and have zero flexibility, they don't feel like they have to take off that off-ramp, we can get more women into the C-suite. So we're giving that opportunity for women that are in that mid-level management to find a company willing to embrace their caregiving side so that they can stay in. And then some of these women eventually start looking for that CFO role, right? That offers the flexibility too. 
And so we've been able to grow it to all levels of a career. That is incredible. So incredible. It's fun. It's so much fun. That, I mean, okay, so now the other side. So the other side is working with the actual companies. So uh, talk to me a little bit about like the, the, the makeup of your companies, that the, the companies that you're working with. Are these all small, mid-sized businesses? Are these Fortune 500 companies? Yeah. Are they, you know, so tell us a little bit about what that side looks like, because we do have a lot of listeners that are business owners. Um, right. And, you know, uh, we'll get into a little bit too. I'm sure you'll touch on it. You know, you have Upwork and Fiverr and, and you know, all the task rabbits and, you know, all those different right. out there. Um, and I think I, I understand how you are different from them, but I want you to touch on those kind of those two things to our business yep. owners who are looking for folks um, and, and what that process looks like. And then why is it different from an Upwork type of situation? Yeah. So we work typically with small to medium sized businesses under 500 employees. And the reason this was part of our testing, right? When we were testing the market, I was going to the regions in the Alabama power and we've got a wonderful community. So I was getting access. But what I realized is those corporate cultures and it could change after COVID, but they weren't quite there yet to where they could offer women the flexibility that they needed. And so we pivoted to go with a small to medium sized businesses and they really embrace um, the messaging and what we're talking about. A good many of our companies are tech startups or um, somebody, you know, people in the startup space. Um, and I think that's because they're willing to be more nimble and agile. And what we offer them is we've got women that are permanent positions. So a permanent employee that can be full-time or part-time permanent. We can offer you a temporary employee and that's where we'll pay the talent. We'll cover the taxes. You know, we handle all the, the admin stuff for that employee, or you could get somebody who's more of a project worker. So that's where we would overlap with the Upwork and Fiverr, but we vet all the women for them. So before we hand somebody over to you, we give you, we vet the people and then we say, okay, here's three to five profiles that we think are a great match for your role. Let's tell us who you want to interview. And so we work with the businesses to, to really understand what that profile looks like. And that's where we get to be the advocate for the women. If they've had um, some kind of gap in their resume, then we can help push people past that during the, um, during the resume review process. What we also do is work with them on their culture. So it's not just women that have to have the flexibility. We need them to start understanding that males in the office, anybody who's a caregiver needs to have that flexibility. If men still get the side eye when they decide they're going to take a paternity leave, it's not going to help the women move further. So we need the men to be able to be the parents that they want to be just like the women um, need to be the caregivers that they want to be. I love it. I so love, so this is so good. Um, so are your job, so there are, I'm, I got a million things going through my head right mm -hmm. now, right? Because so I know in our like homeschool community, for example, there are quite a few women who have completely like just left the workforce because they feel called, compelled, led to educate their children and to, yeah. to homeschool their kids. And 
all over the homeschool boards. It's how are you guys making money? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, interesting. Yeah. How, how, how are you guys making money? You know, I'm new to homeschooling. I've only been doing this like a year or two. What do I do to earn income besides like driving Uber a couple hours and, you know, doing the grocery delivery thing? Um, and, and you would be so surprised. I mean, there are, I, I, again, accountants, bookkeepers. I mean, uh, marketing folks, people that are just amazing, ha have had amazing careers and they feel like they have to totally abandon that and come down a, a, a lot of notches and just accept whatever so that they can continue to homeschool. And through your service, you're saying, no, ma'am, no. <laughs> you don't have no. to do all of that up. So uh, a typical homeschool mom that doesn't know where to start, what would you say to- Oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> that that's really, I was about to use a bad word, but that's really what frustrates me so no. much <laughs> is that, is that like our, our, I feel like a woman's only way of earning money is you have to be in it full time or you've got to fall for a pyramid scheme, you mm -hmm. know, something. And it's okay. Like, I'm glad there's people out there selling my skin products. I'm glad there's people out there um, with these great clothing lines, but that's just not, that's not me. Like I'm, that's just not. And I think there's a lot of women who that's not how they see themselves maintaining the career side. And so what we're able to do for the bookkeeping is just such a perfect example is if you go onto the profile and say, look, I want to work um, maybe under 10 hours a week. Um, I'm a bookkeeper by trade. This is how many years experience. I haven't done it in two years, but you know, I still know all my chart of accounts, all that stuff. Then we'll match you with a company because we work with smaller companies, that's a great solution for them. You know, that's how a growing business can scale. And so what we like to think is we're giving communities the opportunity to have small business growth by accessing top talent, which is these women who've made a very conscious decision to homeschool, but, but don't want to lose their professional side. I listen, you have been listening, guys, uh, and learning all about Bulo Solutions. Uh, you need to go to the website and find out more. <laughs> the, first of all, I, I, I have many, many needs in, in various businesses. So uh -huh. this conversation will absolutely continue because- Well, like, yeah, like a project manager. Think yeah. about how many things you've got on your plate where, yeah. look, I need to implement this or- or I need a copywriter. There are lots of jobs that women have skills in um, that, that are valuable, super valuable. And I love the fact that we're, you don't have to compromise on quality as a small business because what happens is, you know, in a, in a very new business, when you're adding employees and adding people, you know, the dollars are adding up and you mm. feel like I'm trying to get to like the $15 million mark, but I have to deal with the $20,000 mindset staff, <laughs> you know, That's, and yeah. you, you feel like you have to compromise as a smaller business until you get to a certain point. And what you're offering, and I don't even know if you know, you don't know, you can't possibly know how powerful this is just yet because 
you're only into it in, you know, what, two, three years. But this is such a powerful solution to the small business community, period. Um, I think that's the part that I, I underestimated until I started hearing my peers who were like, oh my gosh, I can afford, I can actually afford somebody to do my QuickBooks. Like it doesn't have to be me. I can, I can push that off. Right. And, and yeah. as a small business owner, so you're often putting out, you know, you're putting out the job description in a, you know, in, on a job board or wherever. And the people that are answering are the people that want 40 hours. They want, you know, benefits and they want, you know, they, 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 they just desire a lot. And it's like, but I don't really need you that much. I just, you know, I just want you for <laughs> 10 hours a week and that's it. And that's not understood in the larger marketplace. And here with you, that's the culture. Like that's exactly what you can get and get high quality at the same time. It's brilliant, Delphine. <laughs> it's brilliant. Are you still, are you still there? Uh oh. I think I oh, sorry. Oh, you okay? You're sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm sorry. But it, it, as I, I was taking a drink of water, I oh. I was trying to not offend your your listeners <laughs> with the, with the loud swallow. My husband says I swallow so loud, like make sure you mute. So don't worry about it. It's all good. Okay, <laughs> I figure we're all just hanging out anyway. But yeah, so it's also that um, you know the these a small business owner doesn't have the time to sift through 150 resumes of people that may or may not be qualified and may have actually forgotten they applied and not care to be in the pool anymore. So yeah, we hope to save businesses time, money, and get them the quality that they need. On the women's side, it's just the perfect ecosystem of two people helping each other and then our communities getting stronger. Look, there's, I think the last count, there's still um, 1.4 million women that are out of the workforce. Our, our communities, our economies cannot, they cannot survive with that many people out of work, not earning money. And so unless we find a way to help these women get back into the workforce where they still feel like they can protect and guide and be with their kids, our economies are going to suffer. For sure. For sure. I love all of it. Um, and so you guys, I'll be giving an update because I will in fact be using the services of Bulo for sure because I have so many needs and I was really excited to even find out about this. And I'm so glad that you, um, you know, that, that, that you're here and available and we're able, you know, able to explain exactly what you do and the dynamic service that you're offering. Um, so I want to switch gears just a little because on the other side of this awesome baby business <laughs> that is growing yes. fast is... <laughs> Miss Delphine Carter <laughs> and all of her dreams, goals, and ambition, and things, and kids, and family, and you're a, a boss and a mom in your own right, and so let's talk about you, and how are you managing it all, my dear? Um, by the minute, 
I think, <laughs> you know, there's that, have you ever heard of that style of work where they call it the fifth, managing your life in 15 minute increments? I kind of feel like that's my personal life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so we talk a lot about, so I, you know, if you've heard, well, a few of the podcast episodes, I definitely mentioned this. So I don't believe in, in work-life balance. I don't believe mm -hmm. that that's a thing um, mm -hmm. because I always understood balance to be 50-50 and there's no way because as the day demands, so shall my strength be, <laughs> right? So every day has a, has a new demand. So how, how old are your children now? Yeah. So I have got a 13 year old boy and a 10 year old girl. Oh, but so are they just fighting all the time or what? Well, yeah, they pretty much are the, the, the worst part. And this is, uh, actually happened this morning. And so this is, you know, there is no balance. There's just second by second choices. I always thought, look, my kids are a little bit older. It's easier for me to work now. Well, I just ended up with a spray painted smiley face in my driveway um, because my son had a friend over who didn't realize that spray paint sticks. And so whenever you're thinking, hey, I've got this nailed, mm -hmm. something's going to come at you and you're going to realize, gosh, while I was working, this happened and you just have to shake it off. You just have to kind of realize, yes, I know I couldn't micromanage what in the world they were doing in my driveway and keeping mm -hmm. spray paint away, but like, it's just spray paint. We'll figure it out. We'll pressure wash it. But it was one of those where I was like, God, the choices that we have to make as moms and then the repercussions of yes. those choices. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And so let me tell you what we've been dealing with over here lately. I have about a thousand projects going on at one time. That's not always the case, but I definitely have a significant amount of things happening, right? And so right now I'm in the process of opening up a new um, uh, executive offices and co-working space. Um, oh my it's, gosh. A, it's another project, Highmark Solutions. I already do training and development and teaching on federal contracting and speaking and the podcast and the book and the things and homeschool. <laughs> and we have oh a coffee shop next door. So we always have, uh, and then I manage a 100,000 square foot facility. <laughs> that is That is another I thing. And that's like ministry and business and stuff, right? And so right now it's intense because a lot of things are happening at the same time, bringing in new people, getting help, getting things built and organized, introducing new events, still serving my, my regular clients and business, managing employees. So all of this is happening. And um, so right now it's, it's super intense, right? More intense than normal. And so, you know what comes with that, that's that good mommy guilt. So I want to mm. talk about that a little bit because yeah. um, I think every person that is listening can, um, can relate. And I did not feel it that this intense, um, well, the only other time I felt this intense with the whole mommy guilt is when I was writing my book and I was literally like, just leave me alone. Like for just, I need these hours. I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done. And my kids are like, mommy, you want to play now? And I'm like, I'm almost done. Like, wait, just because the thought is here now and I got to get it out. <laughs> you know, mommy, yep. can we play mommy? Can and I'm like, just a minute. And so now that I ha I'm, I'm back in a pretty intense process right now, that's what's happening again. 
you need to clear your days, mom. Like, are there any days when you don't work? So, Miss Delphine, do you deal with any of that? And how so? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason I have a therapist, and it's largely because, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, like I said, I'm a single mom. My budget's pretty tight. One thing I will always pay for is my therapist. And it's because she helps me work through. She kept telling me, Delphine, quit shooting all over yourself. I was like, hold up, what'd you say? And she goes, everything you say is, I should be able to take my kids to the pool when they want to. I should be able to work at 12 o'clock at night till two o'clock to get my stuff done. I should be, like everything I said was all the shoulds and these pressure I was putting on myself. And she's like, just take that word out of your vocabulary because you shouldn't, there's no shoulds. Like there's no rules in this world. It is you do what you know you need to do for that next moment. And you just hope that at the end of the day, you can look at it and say, I made the right choices. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Listen, you better have a therapist, a coach, uh, uh, one good girlfriend that will talk you off of a ledge or pray you back to sanity. Um, yeah. Like you need all those things. I'm so a mentor, like you need them. You need it all. You need a community just for you, just to help you. And I think that the, the guilt, that mom guilt comes from um, these unrealistic pictures that we have. And they are pictures that we've made up or pictures of us trying to compare our family to someone else. That's you know, it. it's like trying to be the Pinterest mom. I don't know how she does it. I mean, her whole house is white and she's making crafts and cookies and, you know, and the kids are well-behaved and sitting on white couches. Like, I don't know how, where that happens. Somewhere that does happen for somebody who does not have the same kids as I have. <laughs> right? Well, and you know what? There's, they, are, they are sacrificing something on that other side. So oh. they have to battle with their kids a lot more likely. They have to really be hard and strict on some of the rules. And so there's a give for every choice we make, there is a hard repercussion. And you just have, for me, I am going to buy cheap furniture until I don't have to get on my kids to spill because I don't, that's not the battle I choose to fight. Exactly. So we're all going to be sitting <laughs> on some Wayfair merchandise. <laughs> um, listen, and no one is coming here to take catalog pictures. My house <laughs> looks like we live here. <laughs> and that's that right. is it. And if what's really important to you is that you walk in and you feel like your place looks exactly like you already dreamed, then that's great. Like that's your choice and that's where you've stuck your pin in. And there's some other things that probably are more difficult for you, but it's not dreamy for everybody. There's, it's just, it just is not. And I agree with you is Instagram just makes that really difficult. What floor, when I was getting my divorce, um, I had somebody asked me to do a podcast about the, about that process. And it was a very spiritual experience for me and just all of it. And the number of women that reached out to me afterwards that I thought had these perfect, beautiful lives based on Instagram was very enlightening. Um, you just don't know how, what the reason people are putting things on Instagram are sometimes to make themselves feel better. So it's not always that they're trying to put the best foot forward, but sometimes it helps them feel better about struggles they're having in their lives. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're, that's, that's, that's really good right there. Um, and, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we don't have the same assignments, Mm-mm. have the same children. We don't have the same life. We, we just don't. Um, and the more you compare yourself to the perfectly filtered pictures of everybody on social media, <laughs> oh my gosh. Lower, you yeah. will feel. And, and so you have to choose to, to not compare yourself. And, and I've said it even on the podcast before, like, you know, my Instagram feed looks amazing. Like we're all smiling and, you know, it looks yeah. like we have fun like every day of the week because that's like a picture. And first of all, you don't see what's on the other side of the picture, on the other side of the camera. You don't know what happened the second we finished saying cheese, <laughs> right? right? So there, there's so much. And I think we, um, the, the women, for the women that are listening, I think what we're trying to get you to, to, to see is the, the only pressure you have is the pressure you create right? The great thing about, you know, working and growing a business and being a mom and all those great things, your, your, your 10 year old won't be 10 forever. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> your that, five no year old won't be five forever. And so when it comes to just like trying to find your rhythm, that's all you're doing. You're finding your rhythm. It's not a permanent place, especially when you're talking about the kids. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to change every six months, um, not even every year. Sometimes they're changing more, you know, more yeah. often, depending on what age they are. And so I think that's what, you know, that's what we really want you to hear is that, you know, you, you only have the pressure that you create. <laughs> I, yeah. I've got two sticky notes that I put up on my, my computer screen. And one of them is know who you are and act like it. And so I'm not a, I'm, I, I am not a, a mom that could homeschool. I don't, I don't have the patience. I admire those women <laughs> more than anything, because it would be a great experience to be there with your kids and watch to watch them learn, I just think is an incredible thing. That's not who I am. So I've got to know who I am and act like me. And I cannot try to be anybody else. Well, um, I was going to ask you if you had any parting words and boom, whoop, <laughs> that's it. Know who you are and be that. Just, just, just be that because guess what? You're the best you there can be <laughs> in a yeah. world where you can be anything, be yourself. Um, and you know what? You said this earlier is surround yourself by the right people. And sometimes it's asking your closest friend, who's your most honest friend, who am I? Like when you think of me, cause it's, it's a little bit of a journey to figure out who you are. Cause you've got to scrub out everything you were told you were. And so asking the people closest to you that really know you um, could be the start of that, of finding that out. And of course, praying, who, who did you create me to be? Oh man, Th- that is, that is so big. And I, I forgot to ask you this one question. So I usually ask my guests when I have folks on, um, there's a, there's, there's, there's a quote um, that, that I, that I quote all the time. And it's, it's basically this, so it's really more like a thought. Um, but I believe that life has a way, right, of shaping and molding you into someone that you were never actually meant to be, right? So I believe that this life is more about unbecoming everything that's not really you so that you can be who God created you to be in the first place. 
And when I say that, I'm saying, you know, life and life circumstances creates, you know, the fear, the doubt, the insecurity, uh. the, the worry, the life and life circumstances. That's what creates that. And so we have to spend time with God and we have to spend time in prayer unbecoming everything that is not really us so that we can be the perfect creation that he created um, and not a just a, a bunch of circumstances wrapped up in flesh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And so that journey is a journey, just that alone. And even if you take time, if you need a therapist, mama, get you a therapist. <laughs> if you need a coach, get you a coach. Now my, my coach is, is a coach slash therapist slash just accountability, you know, so I was, I was, I was blessed um, to have, to, to find someone who just like checks off all the boxes ah. and can stand me back up and say, woman of God, return to your position, fix your crown and go rule <laughs> because, you know, you, you need that. So don't be ashamed um, of that. But I am so proud, Miss Delphine, of what you're doing and how you're doing it. And you're going to have to come back and give us updates on, on the business. We didn't get into too much of, of 2020 and, and things like that, but uh, I know you guys have soared, it seems. <laughs> uh, I mean, we raised money at, in January, you know, going through COVID and then being able to raise money, also not being your stereotypical startup type person. I like all of that's been an incredible journey. That is so awesome. So we will link all of your information in the show notes. This has been an incredible conversation. Um, <laughs> so refreshing and I mean, full of, 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 of awesome information. And like I said, I'm going to be given an update because there are some things I absolutely need. So we will, we will continue our conversation offline. But for those that are listening, Miss um, Delphine, do you have anything else that you want to say? Uh, keep listening to this podcast and keep being you. Yeah, I love that's it. all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Is that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, we have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family friend or follower that needs this today. 
So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.